you're tuned into Lagos Talks 91.3, your home of delightful conversations. Now, this one's called Directions. And just as the name entails, you know, this show aims to point you, you know, put you on the right path, you know, to lead you to the right direction. And when I say this, I mean, it acts as a guide by highlighting certain tips, ideas and solutions when dealing with certain issues or becoming the best version of yourself. Uh, yes, my name is Paula Chine. You're tuned to Lagos Talks 91.3. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about how to be a good leader. Yes, I know a lot of people are like, ah, oh, leader, leader. It could be in a team. It could even be in a, in like your relationship, in a household. But just how to be a good leader, how to be a great person when you're in charge, when you have to lead people, you know. So, yes, uh, you know, when it comes to leadership, of course, there is meant to be a common goal, which is why you set out to lead certain people. Now, these people follow you, your instructions, your lead. You tell them what to do. You know, leadership is actually the ability to translate vision into our reality. So according to American businessman and writer uh, Max Dupree, you know, when it comes to leadership, leadership is the responsibility of a leader and not just the responsibility of a leader, but it is one for the leader to define reality. And the last is to say thank you. And in between, you know, defining reality and saying thank you, the leader is a servant. Now, of course, the word uh, leader and servant, you know, it's like, oh, how can you be a leader and a servant at the same time? We're going to be looking at that, you know. It all boils down to you being a part of the team, seeing everyone else as equals, even if you have the authority. Now, in order to be a good leader, like to become a good leader, you should actually influence, you should inspire, and you should mentor your team members now being a boss or being in charge doesn't necessarily make you a good leader yes that is true uh we're going to be looking at uh you know a few tips on how to be a great leader you know most times uh we see everywhere around us you know people who take charge and there's something about power authority you know you've heard the word uh drunk with drunk with power you know power drunk where the minute you assume the position, you, you're in charge, you take the reins, then you might actually find yourself, you know, in your quest to be in charge and to establish your position. You might even find yourself being too hard on the people who are following you or taking orders from you. And you might even feel like, am I even doing the right thing now? Of course, you're doing this not because you're a bad person, but because you want to, you know, exact your position you want to met out the right uh vibes you want to give off the right energy when it comes to your leadership however maybe you might be doing it wrongly or you might be doing it too much now it's good because sometimes you know if people find themselves being too soft on their followers you know you might be afraid followers take you for granted i understand however uh we we stoop to conquer i would choose to use this phrase in this particular segment you stoop to conquer in the sense that you know sometimes you actually when you know when they say when you want to catch a monkey you act like one when you want to bring out the best in your followers you also have to act like the ideal leader 
and in the same vein, the ideal follower. Now I'm going to explain this to you. Uh, when you want to be a great leader, you must remember that leaders actually do influence. Yes, that is the first aim. You're influencing people because you have a goal and you want everyone to attain that goal alongside you. You know, so you have to influence them. The authority of a leader comes from their ability to influence others. Also, you can help others by encouraging them to think for themselves to achieve the desired end. Yes, so when you encourage them to think for themselves, this is you telling them, you know what? What would you do if you were in this situation? What do you think is the right thing to do? And of course, they know the right thing to do because the right thing to do will bring them to a desired end, which is what your goal is to come to a desired end. So you have to ask them, um, you know, just in case your leader is not there to push you all the time or to give you orders all the time. Always remember to do the right thing. Now you're influencing them to say, oh, you know, what? it's not like I'm taking decisions into my hands, but in the in the in the. Uh, in the absence of a leader, what do I do? I'm not going to say, you know what? You know, some people say, I ah, know I can't do anything till Madame Olga comes. No, you would actually sit down. My my leader would want me to do this and that because this is our goal. So even if your leader is not there to tell you, hey, do this, do that, do this, do that. You're the one saying, you know, what? I'm going to do the right thing. And of course, even when you get to see your leader, you still report like an update on what happened, what transpired. Now, your leader, as a leader, you're meant to teach them how to think for themselves. They don't have to wait on you. They should do the right thing. Whatever is in the, you know, in the favor to the benefit of the team, they should go ahead and do it. You can give them to go ahead, inspire them to think for themselves. Um, also, as a leader, that brings us to the second one, which is leaders inspire. Now, when a leader can inspire others to find the best way forward, you're actually motivating them to maximize their potential. You're presenting them different options and you're telling them, oh, you know, to get to point A, there are five, there are five different routes. However, this uh, point B, point C, point this, this is the best way to get to point A. Of course, shortcuts will, sh will cut a man short. So some people just want to do stuff and be like, you know what? I want to be over and done with it. It's not right. So you have to inspire them and motivate them, you know, to maximize their potentials. They should put in the work. They should be patient. They should be calm. They should go about it the right way. Now, another thing you have to also learn to pay attention to, you have to learn to listen to your subordinates, the people following you, the people who look up to you, you know. Show them, you know, oh, I, I, I can hear you and I'm listening to you and, and pay attention to the things that they say. Don't just, you know, bluff it off like, oh, what's this one saying? No. Yes, you're a leader. You can do that and get away with it. But is that the best thing to do? I don't think so. So you have to show them genuine concern and learn to carry them along in your decision making process. Now, when, when, when you carry them along in your decision-making process, you're letting them know, oh, this is what I'll do in this situation. You're actually helping them to understand you better. So they know how to, you know, you're inspiring them. Oh, this is what my boss will do. My leader will do in such a situation. 
You're inspiring them to think like you and yet still do the right thing. Of course, it is a common vision, is a common goal. But, you know, different people, different personalities, it's never really easy coming together, a combination of different personalities and people to achieve a common goal. Now you're inspiring them by being kind to them, by listening to them, and by carrying them along in your decision-making process so that even if you're the one who gets to decide finally, they don't feel like, you know, they were left out. They had no voice, no say. Even if you weren't going to necessarily do what they were saying, but just listening to them and letting them feel heard, at least they don't feel like, you know what, ah, this one doesn't listen to anyone. No. You just might not, yeah, you might not borrow a leaf from them. Doesn't mean you're not listening. Also, you know, when you tend to carry them along with your decision-making process, it makes them happy. It makes them excited. And trust me, the people under you, you know, your followers, they would want to happily carry out the tasks that you give them because they're out there to, to please their leader. They're happy. They would want to do anything they can to make their leader happy. So they're going to be happily, you know, singing along and doing everything you want them to do, even trying to even do more than you might expect. Um, also, you must know that as a good leader, you should be a great mentor. Yes. So it's one thing to lead and it's another to mentor. Now, mistakes are bound to happen with humans. And that's why a good leader understands the benefit of encouraging and mentoring his or her followers. Now, no one is above mistakes. People do make mistakes, you know. And um, as a leader, if humans, of course, we're human, no one's perfect. If someone was to make a mistake, do you just cut them short? Do you come at them? Do you make them feel less of, you know, of themselves? Do you highlight their flaws, their weaknesses? Or do you actually encourage them and mentor them? For one thing, people might be going through stuff no one knows about and they, they might never want to speak up. And yeah, in as much as it might not be your duty to find out what's going on. But in the same vein, when you understand what's going on, where they're coming from, maybe you will be able to understand how to best drive your point across. If they were doing something that's affecting their job, you could sit them down and be like, look, what's going on? what's going on in your life like offer that space that safe space and when they open up you say okay in as much as you know you can mix business and your personal life but i feel like you should take care of this in this 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 way so that it doesn't affect your job it doesn't affect your work and you would notice um not only are you showing concern but you're also mentoring them because you're helping them uh you know go about things the solution they might be confused maybe all they need is just one word of encouragement and when you offer that you know they look up to you and they actually do carry out the tasks and try to be the best version of themselves at the job um also you know a key element in leadership is the ability to harness the talents of others to achieve a common goal how can you do that now? You have five people and all five people are working under you. Um, one person, you delegate a job. Okay, you tell them, you know what? Every day we have to raise like maybe a, a million naira through sales. Now, these are five different individuals. Excuse me. These are five different individuals. One is more of a talkative. One is more um, 
of an observant person one is more of you know a writer now you're not going to tell a writer to try to be that person who talks a lot no you have to look at their individual skills oh this one's a writer this one is a, you know he has this one has the gift of the garb like you can talk easily and convince people this person's observant this person is outgoing this person is a, you look at each of them the individual unique characteristics now you're going to kind of tailor their tasks according to their strengths it doesn't mean you're not going to uh, talk about their weaknesses with them no but if you focus on their weaknesses even their strengths they would doubt it but when you focus on their strengths and you say you know what since you're very outgoing why don't you try networking i feel you can make more sales from that now you're not telling the person like oh you're not good with records or stuff no you they might not actually be good with records but instead of telling them that you might just focus on their strength which is you know going out and about meeting people talking to people and trust me it does actually work tailor each task according to the strength of each individual take your time to try to understand them guys we have to quickly pay bills it is 45 minutes after the hour of 12 it remains lagos talks 91.3 my name is paula right now we're having directions how to be a great leader stick around because when i come back i'm going to be taking a point to two more on how to be an amazing leader all right welcome back good afternoon it is exactly nine minutes to the hour of one you're tuned into lagos talks 91.3 it is still the midday show and right now we're having directions my name is paula china and yes just before we went on a break you know i spoke about how to become a great leader uh you know leaders influence uh yes and they actually do inspire we also spoke about leaders good leaders actually being mentors now um just very quickly we're going to be moving on we have about two more points to make uh when it comes to authority a great leader a very good leader does actually uh, subscribe to delegation of authority of course you can't do it all by yourself in as much as you might want to do it all and you might be afraid that you know someone else carrying out your vision you know to get the desired goal you might not be able to entrust that but guess what you actually have to learn to delegate authority uh you know whereby a bad leader delegates tasks a great leader a good one delegates authority so good leaders actually seek to drive commitment by setting an example for others to follow and when you of course when you act as you know a pillar an example on you know what you would like your followers to be like i said uh you know a leader in between like the quote a leader in between uh, you know, giving out orders and saying thank you is a servant. Now that goes on to tell you, you have to show an example. You have to play by the rules. You have to be of a very good, you know, you have to have integrity. Uphold your morals, your ideals, so that when the people who look up to you are watching you, which they will do, they get to see the person they want. They get to desire to be like you. And of course, when you influence and inspire them to, you know, follow suit, you're not going to have problems with them. So now when a bad leader 
actually does delegate tasks, a good leader delegates authority. You can let them know, see, I give you this and I'm putting you in charge of this and I'm and I trust that you will be able to pull this off. You will be able to achieve this. And just those words of affirmation would make them want to go out of their way to prove that they are worthy of that, uh, you know, that task being in charge at that minute. Because no matter what you think, every follower wants to be a leader at some point. So that just makes them feel like, you know what, you're not you're not that leader that's right up there and we're way down here. It makes them feel like they belong. They're equals with you. Now, of course, they might not necessarily be equals with you, but just carrying them along gives them that sense of belonging and it would endear you to them and they would go out of their way to please you. Now, um, of course, you can start by setting to be uh, setting a great example for others to follow. And that actually, in the end, it does lead to development. So when you encourage people, they're becoming the best version of themselves. And at the same time, they're actually doing what you want them to do without you having to chase after them or, you know, beg them or even fight over it. So, you know, this is them thinking, oh, my leader, my boss, or God, madame, you know, has told me what to do, encourages me as a very, very kind person and firm. And I want, I will do everything within my power to please him or her. So they're going out of their way because they know that, you know, when, 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 when it's done, they're going to get that pat on the back and they look forward to it. And that is a good way of encouraging development in your team. Now, also, lastly, I'm going to say good leaders are part of the team, not above it. These all these points are all intertwined. You know, when you have a leader, you know, they tend to see members of their team. Uh, a bad leader tends to see leader um, members of his team, his or her team as people beneath them. Now, when it comes to being a good leader, a good leader tends to see all members of their team as equal contributors now i say equal contributors in the sense that okay you're having a meeting you're going to give everyone uh the chance to speak you're gonna uh you're gonna throw questions out and you're gonna allow everyone to say what they what they what they feel you're gonna allow you know people bring their ideas to the table to make their opinions known you're not gonna shut anyone off you're not gonna silence their voices you're going to allow them speak and express themselves. Of course, you will set the rules for healthy forms of expression and whatnot. But you're not going to let like a few speak and a few not to speak. You're not going to say, oh, you know, I'm the only one who's going to speak and you, you guys only get to listen. No, you have to know what's going on. You're going to ask them for updates. You're going to even ask them for ideas. Even if you have even if you have the solution, you know, it's just to make them feel like they belong. Now, you might have the solution to a particular problem, but you might just present it to them and let everyone, you know, say their take, their opinion. And even from there, you can even add or you can, excuse me, you can learn something new. You might even find a better solution by just listening to everyone else's opinion. And that way they feel like they actually do belong. Now you're not, you're showing them that I'm part of the team in as much as I sit at the head of the table in the meetings, I'm still very much like you We're all equal contributors on this table. Now you also uh, have to understand 
that each team member helps you fashion your um is unique you have to understand like i said the personality you have to understand what they're about how they get things done who's faster than who of course everyone might be smart but there's always the smartest of the smartest so you why i say this it doesn't mean you know being less intelligent makes you less of a person no but you know this way it helps you when it comes to fashioning uh your communication with them now um everyone is unique in their own way so when you find the right way to communicate with them you drive the point home without even having to stress yeah so I feel like, you know, if you were to take out your time and say, oh, you know what? I'm going to do this like this. I'm going to do this like that. Okay, for Paula, Paula is someone who uh, she might need you to say it just once and she'll get it. Or or Kosi is someone who needs you to say it twice and she'll get it. You have to understand the individual personalities of your team members so you can fashion your mode of communication and tailor it to drive your point home to each person as you have to fashion your communication uniquely to each individual it might seem stressful but i don't think it is how do you do that you know you might get a pen and a paper you might write down the attributes of certain you know certain team members okay this one is one to talk this one is one to keep quiet this is a workaholic this one's not as hard working but you know a great team member encourages people and shows everyone's okay you can write out you know their traits and from writing out the traits, you then know how to approach them and how to send your message across without coming off as, you know, too strong or too weak. By the way, yes, it is exactly a minute or a few seconds to the hour of 1 p.m. Good afternoon once more. You tune into Lagos Talks 91.3 and that is indeed the end of today's Directions. This is Lagos Talks. Let's get talking on Lagos Talks 91.3.